0: Episode 161, Just Because the Human Experience Podcast. I'm still Michael Lobo. This was recorded July 6th. Today's July 21st. I had on Serena, my hoif. Hey, you could do a drinking game in this episode. Every time Serena brings up the color red, you could take a shot. Or do five push-ups. Or throw your phone against the wall. No. We review episode 4 of Miss Marvel. Yes, I'm aware the series is already over. I have the other episodes recorded, reviewing episodes 5 and 6. But here's number 4, in case you were wondering. Also in the show notes, I'm putting a link to Vice News. They had a very informative video explaining Partition and what England was doing in, in India and what that whole situation was. And it was a very dark, terrible thing colonizers. Well, I think that's it. Drinking game every time she says the color red. This episode was recorded over a few days because the baby kept waking up. Come on, baby, just go to sleep. Why? (laughs) Okay, I think I'm done. Enjoy some sleep. (laughs) here with Serena. (laughs) We're going to talk about episode four of Miss Marvel. Oh yeah. How do you want to do this? Well,
1: as your executive producer.
0: You are the executive producer (laughs) of this podcast. I
1: can't find my notes.
0: Number 12 in Karachi. What? That's what it's
1: called?
0: In the country of Karachi? Yeah. My podcast is number 12.
1: Oh. Very good. Yes. So
0: we're succeeding. We su- that's a win. We are successful. No one in Arizona listens to it, but
2: well,
0: How many are you going to get? Thing. Oh. Um <laughs> What did you think of episode 4 of Miss Marvel?
2: I liked
1: episode 4. Thank you,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for coming to my <laughs> TED Talk. I'm really glad I got you on here. Inspirational. I, I'm always. Um, no,
1: it was good. I wish I heard the conversation.
2: Um,
0: what? I'm doing specific parts, oh. just overall thoughts. Overall and then thoughts. I do.
2: You just asked me how I. What did you think of it? To do. Oh. oh.
0: We're getting a divorce. Thank you. Thank you. To talk. The next episode will be a couples therapy session. <laughs> Everybody's invited. Yeah. Overall, okay. okay. Fine. Let's do. No, No, we'll just jump into it. It's fine. We'll go scene scene by scene. So, overall.
2: Overall.
0: Overall. I
1: thought it was good. It kept me intrigued um, because of the change of country. Meeting new characters like the cousins and the nanny and getting a glimpse. And I don't... I've never been, so I hope that considering all of the... Yes representation on the writing and directing and like the background team that it presented a, a fairly accurate picture of what it would be like to visit. Yeah. <laughs> to take a visit. We're drunk. I know. <laughs> the kids
0: are finally asleep, and we're drinking. <laughs> it's 5 pm.
1: No. You learn a little bit more about her powers. Um, A little bit more about her history. You learn a little bit more about her family and their history. It kept me
0: intrigued and I can't wait to watch the next one. Yeah. Yeah. It's a nice build off of the first... Three? Three? Yep. Three? Yep. You just mathed. I mathed. Did you hear Fido just tooted? <laughs> Fado, our dog, just tooted. It. Um, it did not. Her I, on me. I hope it picked up on the mic. Um, uh. I liked the episode, too. I was... I'm curious as to how it would play out, because we didn't have Brian, uh, Bruno Brian, Uh, we didn't have Nakia, Mm -hmm. we didn't have crowd-favorite Gabe. Um,
1: (laughs) I do love Gabe.
0: We're going somewhere else, so um, I think we could get into it. So the airplane. Oh, yeah. Serena, go ahead. Well,
1: I was just saying, because we ended the last episode Uh with the vision that her and her Nani see, which is the train. Mm -hmm. And they see the same thing, and that's established. But then we begin this...
0: Episode. Episode
1: is the word I'm looking for. (laughs) Um, Drunk. We begin this episode with them already on the plane, so Mm -hmm. Kamala and her mom.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. I mean, you don't see them at first, because everyone has the newspapers up and what have you, but she alludes to, like, Nani insisted that they go, and... You know they're taking a pause from their life because, quote, like Kamala ruined her brother's wedding. Unquote. So, unquote,
0: she did ruin the wedding. Well,
1: I mean, <laughs> it's I think not that's unquote. I, she, she made did it more what fun. To do to pull the fire alarm because the cake was those destroyed. Other were after her, or clandestines.
0: Do you remember getting married? Barely. Okay. <laughs> i so This is. We're not. We're not talking about the last episode. Alright. <laughs> i just, um.
1: I'm just Oh, shit. I bumped
0: this. Hold on. Let me adjust.
1: It's, wow.
0: Okay, what were you saying?
1: See, that's the bump right there.
0: You know, right there. That's not it. Okay.
2: Shit, is she
0: crying? She's crying. She's Baby's crying. crying. Pause. Hold on, everybody. Pause, pause. I'll push pause and you all push pause at the same time. Four hours later. the dog. Where did we leave off? They're on the plane.
2: They're on the
1: plane. And she says she runs her brother's wedding and that Nani insisted that they go. Uh Uh-huh. I guess because Kamala has such a hard time convincing her mom of anything, I wanted to know what that conversation sounded like, what Mm -hmm. it felt like what Nani said, or... Because you also don't see the mom necessarily talking to her mother either, and then during the brother's Mm -hmm. wedding, there's, I think, a part where somebody asks, maybe, Mm -hmm. you know, if if she's talked to her, or if she was coming, if her mother was coming to her son's wedding, and she said, well, she didn't come to my wedding, why would she come to my son's Mm -hmm. wedding, or what have you. Mm -hmm. So, I... Get, that they have to go to Pakistan to move the story forward. Mm-hmm. I just wish I had heard that conversation.
0: That would have been nice. And they don't have, like, on, on This Is Us, where it's on network television, there's commercials, there's time constraints. There's no time constraints on Disney+. Plus. hmm so that would have been nice. Then they, they did the little cute thing where the text was in the window. She's texting mm-hmm. Nakia, but she's not replying because she scrolled all the way down. And it, was, it was all her. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next thing, they see Nani in the airport and her two cousins. Mm-hmm. One thing that jumped out to me was Nani, who's the grandma, when she sees her daughter, Muniba, she, they hug and then she says, Your skin is so dry. And I feel like that's such a, I don't know about, your mom's really nice, but I, I know, (laughs) I know with my mom and like Filipino moms, it's always nice to see you. You've gained weight. Nice to see you, uh, some failure, some pointing out of a flaw you have. Mm. Uh, So that was, that point out, uh, that stood out to me. Mm -hmm. Did anything pop out for you at the airport?
1: Yeah, I wrote down, I don't know, I'm assuming this is uh, purposeful or intentional, but the color red. So when we, in the last episode where you have the red wedding outfits and uh, when she first gets off the, like when they first start walking, there's like a, like somebody throws red flower petals at her or something. Okay. It looks like it's raining red petals. And then they are presented with red lays, And this was her mom and her that wore red outfits to her brother's wedding, right? They're presented with red lays from the cousins. Nani's wearing a red um, sash. I don't know what the appropriate term is, but it's, you know, the the garment that goes across the chest. Um, And so that was something that stuck out to me. I agree about the mother thing (laughs) 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 where it feels like an I don't know, like especially if you haven't seen somebody in so for so long. Certain things like really pop out to you about Mm -hmm. someone's appearance I feel. Like if you haven't seen somebody for a long time, like it might look like they either lost weight or gained weight or Mm -hmm. whatever it is. Like your hair is really long or you cut your hair off or just physical appearances i think is the easiest most surface level thing to comment on when it's like a familiar relation
0: they go to the nani's house Mm -hmm. it's humongous Mm -hmm. kamala confronts her or asks her about the bangle and um Mm -hmm. something that i found interesting was nani was so casual and so Kamala also says like how are you so casual about like I'm a djinn and she says you know you're focusing on the wrong things it's genetics but the thing you should be focusing on is the vision we both had Mm -hmm. and the last time she said it worked right it saved her life Mm -hmm. um there's a beautiful drawing there were just drawings everywhere that Nani had done Mm -hmm. to remember their family
1: that was something I wrote too that When they first pan around the room, like, you see a bunch of history on every wall. And then she presents the painting of Aisha. Mm -hmm. And in that painting, Aisha's also wearing red. Mm -hmm. The train is obviously like a historical piece of information they have her history or I you know Aisha's story is a part of her history but I loved that all over the walls you know Kamala went to go try to figure out her family history and here it's like perfectly put you know put in the room where she's staying which is really nice and maybe intentional (laughs) so she can look at some of the you know different documents and newspaper articles and yeah i just i thought
0: that was that was really cool yeah kamala goes to take a nap and she has a bad bad dream of sort of things that have been happening Mm -hmm. um then her cousins wake up or wake her up she's by she's sleeping with that sloth giant nap (laughs) pillow thing (laughs) did you have a stuffed animal growing up
1: not that i can recall I don't know. I guess that
0: would be a good question
1: for my mother. <laughs> wow. Because I really don't remember. Did you?
0: I had, yeah, I had a, this brown teddy bear that I had for a really long time. Then my dad took it away. Oh. Why? Because I was, I was too old to have a stuffed animal. Um, they go to the boat club mm-hmm. for lunch, but they can't go in the boat club because Kamala's wearing jeans. Nobody told her even though they all saw her in the house. No one said, "Hey, you we can't there's no jeans allowed."
1: Yeah. They even mention in the house like, "Oh, we're going to the boat club for lunch."
0: lunch. Yeah.
1: But they don't mention the dress code specifically. And they like clearly see her as she walks out. By the way, she's wearing red Chucks.
2: Uh-huh. Um wow.
1: I'm just saying but yeah, they didn't like warn her You knew, like you said we were going This yeah. is your town You should have told me Yeah How to dress if you see me
0: it's cousins are ding-dongs And
1: it's not appropriate But the mom too
0: I don't blame the mom She hasn't been there in how long?
1: She's been there a while though She must have known She must have known
0: The, the onus is on the cousins Not the mom wow. Onus Look it up um, And this is sort of a thing that pops out Throughout the episode where Kamala's struggling with spicy food But also fitting in mm-hmm. With her culture But because she's American She's a bit out of touch with that Do you ever feel mm-hmm. out of touch or out of place Within your own culture? Oh,
1: absolutely And there's some... <laughs> I guess that might believe like if you weren't born in Mexico then you are not Mexican or if you you know weren't born in a specific culture then you cannot like ascribe to that culture and while I I understand that being all of who you are is difficult enough but then when you have these restrictions that are posed on you i think it makes it harder to try to navigate the world because you're not quite mexican enough you're not quite like indigenous enough you're not quite whatever enough Mm -hmm. um because you were born in the u.s i think it's america ferrera that either wrote a book or did a documentary or something about how she was feeling this way. And then I was also listening to a podcast. Um, not this one. But uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> she
0: doesn't listen to this one. I'm just kidding. As much as I beg her to.
1: No. Um, I do too. But the um, NPR and it is called Code Switch. But they were talking about how, you know, you, you search for like these identities because you can't quite it's almost like you're mourning the identity because you can't quite fit in because you're so assimilated almost based on like when you were born here or like what your family cultural influence is right now versus the history of it and that makes it like really hard sometimes to try to because you almost feel like a poser you feel like if you take pride in, like, your Mexican culture and my Mexican culture, then I'm a fake or I'm, it's an act or I'm pretending mm-hmm. or something, right? And I can't... I don't know anything about my dad's or my, like, indigenous side, my Native American side. So I can't... I don't feel like I can actually claim it, even though, like, it's mm-hmm. a really high percentage of blood, according to 23 Me.
0: Thank you, 23 Me.
1: Uh, like, I, I still... I, I, do, I do not belong to a tribe i do not know my history there my roots there and so it's so much more than just blood and it's so much more than like the culture itself like it's it's a bunch of different things that help shape who you are what about you
0: no okay so then we no i of course i do. i of course i do i don't feel filipino enough we went to a filipino festival couple of weeks ago, and I didn't feel like I fit in. Um, I don't remember the language. I understand it when I hear it, but I can't, I can't speak it. I definitely felt this way when I went to the Philippines in the eighth grade, and I felt out of place. And But here, I'm, I talked a little bit about this on the last episode, I'm racially amphibious. I'm mm. I'm all over the land, I'm all over the water, and I don't fit in to a a neat little box and maybe that's where we should be moving or are moving as a society where it doesn't have to be so clear-cut but I like we've talked about taking the kids to the Philippines eventually Mm -hmm. and I could see me feeling more like Kamala as years have gone on where I'm sort of out of touch with that culture. Then she, they, they go, they're walking through the streets, her and her cousins. Uh, mom is like, go ahead with these ding dong cousins of yours. Uh, just don't get into trouble. They're walking through the shops. We see her bartering with the local salespeople. Like, mm. vendors? I don't know what the, yeah. Well,
1: they call it a mall. So I guess oh. It's like, it's yeah. like a marketplace. Yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, then the dude takes her picture
1: <laughs> and then makes
0: her pay for the picture um so okay. she's just she's getting hustled i feel like at every at every stand
1: and i think that i mean that might be commentary on like tourism specifically maybe american tourists uh-huh. <laughs> that really like having their pictures taken mm-hmm. um i think it was interesting that the cousin like deliberately talked about old town mm-hmm. where many refugees settled when they first came
0: I feel like that was really obvious hey remember this part yeah. for a couple episodes from now or the next yeah. episode yeah
1: because they yeah he goes as far as like mentioning the building that they live in mm-hmm. to this day and whatever else
0: all right well and then she asks uh for help to find the train station her cousins don't give one shit about this train station so, she goes off... And I
1: wonder if they take it. Like, I wonder if it's just because it's a part of their everyday life. But you don't really see that, either.
0: Them taking the train? Yeah. Maybe. That was... Maybe it was, like, a cool teenager thing, and it's... Why would we go to some train station? Like, let's go let's go get coffee with our cool friends. Sure, yeah. I don't know. Is it, I, could, I could see when we go to the Philippines and I we asked to go see some historical site or whatever and I could see my cousins going why? don't yes. you want to see this cool thing over here that I don't know
1: yeah and I'm sure modern transportation too, like the cars and planes and everything else probably take more priority than a train that might seem like an antiquated system of mm-hmm. you know, transportation
0: but yeah so she goes to the train station her damn self mm-hmm. Uh, thanks to help from that guy who says go left and then left and then another left and then a little bit of a right <laughs> at the donkey cart there's a cool Ant-Man picture mm-hmm. oh, do you remember the quote you can start out small and still be larger than life uh-huh. and I believe it was a shout out under it was um, someone's name and I believe they're one of the comic book artists or of the, the yeah. Or yeah and it seems like and in the in the comic books she's friends with Wolverine and yeah. I wonder if they're replacing Wolverine with Ant-Man because MCU hasn't introduced the X-Men yet oh, yeah. so that's kind of that'd be kind of weird to just be like, here's Wolverine true, so true. maybe Ant-Man is the stand-in oh, that'd be really cool. for that and then some dude jumps her at the train station
1: hmm. yeah something else I noticed at the train station when she's walking around there are a shit of people in red walking all around her. I don't know if you noticed that. No. But there was every... like w- There's just a shot of her kind of looking around the train station. And every which way there's someone walking in red. Oh, wow. And then... And then the... Yes, the Red Dagger people are introduced. So I can't help but feel like that was intentional to lead up to the Red Daggers crew mm-hmm. and kind of... Lay the groundwork for what that will reveal later on. Yeah. Um. But I will say, in that exchange with the kid, with the other guy, there was some criticism of her clothing because she was wearing a Jersey City. Oh. I just feel like there's always a constant criticism of her clothing, whether it's the costume or whether it's from her mother, like with the jeans or. And that, it's like it's a surface level conversation starter or piece mm-hmm. topic, but. It just, it feels stereotypical because women are already so judged on their appearance mm-hmm. and how they dress and what they put on their face and mm-hmm. how they do their hair or, like, gender expression in general. Like, it just, I don't know, like, the constant talking about how she looks just gets tiring after a while. mm mm-hmm. But that was, um, Yeah. Yeah. The jeans thing earlier, and then in him kind of criticizing her clothing too, it just.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, she tries to stretchy punch him. Yeah. And there's a few, like. There's a few moments for me where I thought, oh, what the fuck? In that he jumps on her glowy arm mm-hmm. and runs on it. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure she was uh, shocked at that too. Um, And then another part was... He throws the dagger... And she blocks it with her hand. And she's definitely thinking... Oh, I can stop things with this glowy stuff. Mm -hmm. And I laughed every time this happened. But she gets the dagger and she throws it. (laughs) (laughs) And it clanks on the ground. So far from him. (laughs) Yeah. It's a decent little starter fight scene. Yeah. um, Between... Somebody who is obviously trained and someone <laughs> who is still trying to figure out their powers yes. uh I put her running up the glow step never works. Yes. This is the seventeenth time she's tried running up her glow steps and yeah. someone she's- trips her up on that i think we I think we get it Disney plus or Marvel she's awkward about her steps and the there's one part where you and i oh we've talked about this where he lands on the ground, and she's falling, but she makes a mm. little glowy platform above him. Mm-hmm. And you and I, I disagree on this part. Could you share your thought, if you don't mind? Yeah, but I wanna... If you do, we can bleep it out.
1: No, I want to backtrack for a minute, though. You said, everything you just said regarding her being a little, like, clumsy and what have you. While I think that's a part of being a teenager, I also can't help but feel like that's... Also, like, a little bit of a... D- and and maybe it's just, like, her naivety, right? Like, she's still very, very new, discovering her powers. She's still learning her history. She hasn't had... She doesn't have her shit together yet. And I get all of that. But it just feels like she's kind of bumbling along. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't have the stereotypical, like, superhero physique. And refined ability just yet mm-hmm. but I also feel like that's a little bit of a dig in a way dig how? I wonder if she and I don't mean this disrespectfully but like I wonder if she was more fit quote unquote according to other people's or society standards of what fit means if they would have made her more like athletic mm. versus how she like is and who she is and almost playing to that in making her more clumsy. Yeah. I don't know. It's just a thought.
0: I would take back me using the word clumsy because but it it's, is it's, she is though. Well they like they knock teenager. they knock out the last they knock out the step like people okay. she's been fighting. So it's not sure. her falling on her own. It's someone making her fall down. Okay. Um and I think maybe in this point of making superhero stuff, Marvel is hopefully saying, you know, not everyone is ripped. Sure. And that was sort of my problem with Tom Holland, was he was ripped as shit. and yeah. <laughs> He's supposed to be a 17, 18, sure. yeah. And I mean, so, not
1: every teenager is gangly either. I'm oh,
0: true. That. But, I mean, it, it's refreshing to see someone not quite have a handle on their powers. Totally. Actually,
1: um, I just I think, but research shows like if you are I believe bigger than you're seen as more clumsy or like mm-hmm. or more lazy or have you win it's that's not necessarily the case but you know again like stereotypes and mm-hmm. preconceived notions about people and their identities and whatever how they present themselves is like takes over yeah and so I. I, I acknowledge that yes, like it's a t- it's a teenager, yes, that they other people are responsible for taking out that step and potentially dripping her. But I just can't help but feel like maybe there might be some unintentional mm-hmm. clumsiness or like design because of who this per- this person is. Yeah. I don't know. Oh uh, yeah, so the the nature of the fall. So she falls as if she's laying on top of him on top of her glowy platform Mm -hmm. and to me that felt very sexual and i don't know and then like when he knocks it down like she she falls next to him which when he breaks it or whatever it's that's not the sexual part but just the way that she landed like directly on top of him i i I don't know I, i can't Again, we have in this country, maybe in other countries as well, like this over-sexualization of young girls. And while, yes, she is, um, again, a teenager, and yes, there are hormones and you're figuring out who you are and who you may like and all of that, I just don't feel it's necessary that every encounter is a potential, like, interest to her yeah. Um, because that's also not the case like you don't want to like sleep with every one of your friends mm-hmm. in high school, like there are some sure, there are others, no I just feel like every everything revolves around potentially being in a relationship or some type of a love interest and I don't feel like it's necessary in a teenage story I feel like we have a lot of that already I feel like it doesn't necessarily have anything to do with the storyline does it have to do with her being a human sure absolutely but i also like i think i posed earlier in an earlier conversation like what if it was a a you know a girl and they clearly see her interested or you know display her interested in Kamran? um but what if it was a girl red dagger or somebody who identified as a female you know it wouldn't have been i don't know maybe the fall wouldn't have looked like that. Mm-hmm. I just I can't, again, I can't help but feel like as individuals when you know, you're writing or when you're creating something, all of your perceptions, all of your you know, experiences, who you are informs your work. And if they have her as a, you know, a, a, a hetero identifying female, then they have to do something with the male parts in her Mm -hmm. life that fall in particular i thought felt a a very sexual nature um i think there was also a part almost right after that when they are in the oh well you go ahead and start because then it's going to go into the next part so you go ahead and tell the next part oh
0: okay well i just i disagreed with i didn't see it as a a sexual thing i just thought i saw it as sort of like a comedic situation where she fell and plopped. So I thought that was interesting that you saw it in that way. Then they go to the Chinese restaurant. Oh yeah. Because they're getting chased. Yep. Would you have gone with him? No. No. Same. Again. I would have been like, 18, I don't know you.
1: 18, and maybe she again is trying to figure out who to trust. She's a ding dong yeah. too. She is a ding dong too. Um. I just want to mention. That there were red lanterns hanging all around the outside of the restaurant. Okay, well, we're um, sponsored by the color red. Yeah, but when she goes into, when she decides to follow the kid, and they go into their secret lair, there's a part where he reveals his face mm-hmm. from the red. Pulls on scarf. the
0: uh-huh. this dagger
2: scarf. Uh huh.
1: And then she takes off her mask that to me also felt a little sexual. Wow. It felt like... Well, she took it off other... first. No, she did not.
0: She took it off? No, she did okay. not. Okay. Why not when, till you watch it?
1: When, when? When? When
0: they're walking through the bat cave. Oh, no. I think you're right. He did take it off first.
1: And it, if, you, if you can, because so many of sex scenes are like this, where like the man takes off a something and then the girl takes off of something or vice versa right like you start to remove articles of clothing it just the way that he pulled down the red scarf and was like looking at her and then the way she kind of uh, i don't know like flirtily lifted it and like kind of removed the red. what I know in the it world in wild it sounds Weird. I can't help but feel like there was a bit of a sexual nature there, just like a mild PG teenage version of like re- art- removing articles of clothing. I know it's weird, but I can't help but feel okay. that it was a little. There was a little tinge. Okay. Of some sexual undertones nope. there.
0: Yep. I just took it as nope. they're trusting each other.
1: Uh, I don't know about that. Okay. Um I would also like to mention that she comments on the hot and sour soup being so red. And then he makes a joke about Americans.
0: In the intro I'm gonna say that people should take a shot of alcohol every time you bring up the word red. You're <laughs> uh, welcome then. No, you're welcome at this point. <laughs> oh no. I think the baby's waking up again. Yes. Before he She does go with him because he says, how did you get there from Aisha? Uh-huh. So that's the big, like, oh, he must know something. But dress. I still would not have gone with him. I agree with that. I'd be like, you can meet me over here at the Starbucks. Yeah. There has to be a Starbucks somewhere in Pakistan. I hope yeah. not. But they should have met there. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're going to pause. Okay. Okay. They're in the bat cave.
2: They're in the bat
1: cave.
0: He took off his bandana. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh-huh.
0: And then this man walks into the room,
2: mm-hmm.
0: Waleed. Mm-hmm. And Waleed says any relative of Aisha is welcome here. Mm-hmm. Um, he goes on to explain that the way the Jinn's world works or their dimension is that it sort of lays next to mm-hmm. or alongside our world. Mm-hmm. He has a cool sand diagram map 3D shit pop up. Mm -hmm. Go ahead.
1: I was just going to say, I wonder what the difference... The difference between the different maps that he... So I guess the map that he's showed on the wall Mm -hmm. is kind of a global map. And then the 3D caged layout is how it looks on flatland
0: yeah i think it would just be it was a better example physically of how it looks on the ground Hmm. versus above okay they talk about there's this veil there's this partition Mm -hmm. which i remember you connected in a separate conversation we had Mm -hmm. um how it has that double meaning
1: yeah so partition means like separation so the veil or nor um Mm -hmm. Is the partition of the two worlds that I guess Kamala is now a part of, and is con not even conjuring because she's conjuring the newer with her bangle, but it's yeah the her power is basically the partition in, between the two worlds, which I thought was really interesting because mm-hmm. they keep referencing the partition of like the split of India and Pakistan.
0: And then, then we go to the damage Department of Damage Control mm-hmm. Supermax Prison, where we have Najma and. Wait, I want to oh, go back. Yes,
1: I'm. I wonder what it means when Walid is. Um, so he says, like they basically want to colonize with the Bengal, that's which is why the clandestines want to get the bangle in the first place
0: oh because then they could remove the partition yeah. and then come right through yeah yes
1: i am w- curious about when he says the in- like the inscription catches him by surprise and mm. then he reads it um and it says what you seek is seeking you which i think is telling about kamala but mm. i'm interested to see like what comes of that particular inscription like what the meaning behind that is as we move forward
0: Mm-hmm. I I think I brought this up a few episodes ago when and and think about it now where they said the Red Daggers are committed to fighting the unseen mm-hmm. protecting the world from the unseen and I made a connection to shang mm-hmm. and that group I can't remember their name that protect from the soul eaters mm-hmm. and then you have Wong and the sorcerers do they not have a Facebook for magic guardians? I feel like they should because they could help each other out mm-hmm. in these instances. Mm-hmm. It's it's very strange. Maybe it's not strange because you have that now where something can be happening around the world, but we don't know about it or we can't help directly. directly thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe it, it makes sense it's just fascinating that there's another group in another part of the world Can't protecting you know against color? this other A4 thing A4 A4. so the next scene they were in a supermax prison what color was it It was red. oh okay red light green light um, and Najma and the others uh, bust out thanks to Kamran Kamran I'm I'm saying that cuz I don't know how to pronounce it not I like do not his either. I cannot recall. He did help and then Najma said fuck him we're leaving him. Yeah, you betrayed he made us. His choice uh-huh.
1: He has to live with it which like he's also a kid. Right. And he's also helping a girl he likes by warning her. Right. And by asking for more time. Like it wasn't even that Kamala said no necessarily to their plan or their request it was that she needed more time to try to figure it out how to do safely and they were like oh well there's no safe way to do this so Mm -hmm. fuck you and i
2: don't like
0: that i saw someone online kind of connected to imagine you're on a deserted island for so long and someone comes by with a boat Mm -hmm. and they're like actually hold on we're gonna wait two more hours and then you can get on the boat You'd be pissed off. You're yeah. like, just let me on the boat.
2: I get that.
0: So I kind of get it a little bit, but it was... It, it it jumped really fast. Mom, though, oh, for sure. Yeah.
1: I, I mean, I really don't know the history about gin or any stories or anything like that, but, but to, like, desert someone... Yeah, for
0: the, you must know. not have a lot of friends then. Yeah, if you're just cutting people off. Mm-hmm. Well, but then again, it was the four of them. Uh, more important question mm-hmm. is Red Daggers a good Pakistani boy band name or yes. a good boy band name in general. Okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, Then we're on the roof with Nani and Kamala. Mm-hmm. Um, they're looking at kites, it looks like, yeah. or she's what looking at kites. I struggled with this scene before we we watched a video on what the partition means, mm-hmm. and it was explained very well by Vice News. Uh, but I remember watching it twice, the episode, and not really connecting with the scene because Nani talks about was it being born in India but having a Pakistani passport? Yeah, I think it was to trying to figure out who she is. And I was struggling to see what the connection was with Kamala and what that whole thing means as far as trying to figure out your identity and where you are in the world. And then it sort of ends with Nani saying, well, I guess I'll never figure it out, but that's fine. What were your thoughts on the scene?
1: Something I I wrote about that particular scene, she's trying to figure out who she is, but she says something to the effect of there's a border mark with blood and Mm. pain
0: I have that typed out too yeah
1: and referencing an identity that was given to her by an old Englishman so like colonization Mm -hmm. and the damage that that clearly does um, to people all over the world but I'm thinking again it has something to do with the physical partition that Kamala is now conjuring so they're trying to connect those in a way um, historically. And I don't, I, I mean, I think we'll ultimately see that kind of come to fruition or come to life because of how the episode ends. But I think it's foreshadowing. is So yeah, we may not so. understand like, what it means now, but I think it's supposed to kind of, again, yeah. lay the foundation or the groundwork. For them to do the next reveal or the next
0: episode. Yeah. And then we get a cute little text in the sky made out of kites. Mm-hmm. Um, what, like, are you free from? Mm-hmm. From Kareem, which we find out. They go to a, a beach, a, a bonfire at the beach. Yeah. Bunch of peeps hanging out. And then...
1: Okay, here's where I'm going to come back. Oh, God. To the flirty banter. Okay. And the flirty looks at the bottom I don't know. I just, I feel like there's something that they're trying to convey there about a potential relationship. And I just don't feel like it's necessary for being so young. But at the same time.
0: You just bonked the mic. Oh, you see best. that? I'm so sorry. People's Mike. ears are bleeding. We can cut that out. No, I can't. I'm going to leave it in there. And, and Greg sell. is going to swerve. Sorry, Greg. Um, I... So with this seed specifically... Um, when we- oh, second
1: point. Wait uh-huh. no, quickly. Second point of why I think it might be, again, a bit of a segue into a more romantic is because she lied to her mom. She lied about being with her cousins when she wasn't. And I don't think if it was a friend that she had met that her mom would probably approve of, I don't think that she would've lied if she didn't like him, is my other thing. Okay, go.
0: I think she would've lied anyway, because then it's, who is this boy? What are you guys doing? What is going on? And it would, I think she still would've lied. She's not showing good choices decision making wanna... <laughs> so I think it, it, anybody that wasn't her cousin she would have lied because okay. once again she's not listening to her mom sure. um, but this one what I think you're labeling as flirty energy I, I saw it was like an admiration for this a- guy baby. Yeah, who's con- who is connected to the culture mm-hmm. that she's supposed to know that she's supposed to feel a part of and she's seeing this group of Pakistani teenagers hanging out eating this food singing songs mm-hmm. that's where i saw the admiration in in a way not like admiration but he's
1: also looking at her and like their prolonged looks which don't necessarily happen unless you're interested, like they maintain eye contact and the cameras on them for quite a but, quite a while
2: mm-hmm.
0: or
1: quite a bit, and it just it feels longer than a friendly gaze,
0: okay. I guess. We'll to find out.
1: Maybe my mindset has shifted having kids, and then I'm like, oh, she better not be taking off that mask. Like I don't, I don't yeah. know, I don't know. I just, it could be, I
0: don't know. Yeah. I think that was it, at the beach fire. Oh, so then she tries the food and it seems like it's okay. Mm-hmm. And then we go to Muniba and Sana, mm-hmm. mom and Nani. Mm-hmm. Mom is frantically cleaning the house. Mm-hmm. Nani is hanging out. And mom suggests maybe Nani should come live with them. Mm-hmm. This was a really nice scene. And I've kind of seen stuff like this with my mom and her sisters or the worrying about each other and just like Mm -hmm. cleaning just to get that energy out as an excuse Mm. for this worry. Yeah, and, you know, saying I needed you and and we also learned that dad left. Mm -hmm. So she, I think she called him Baba, Mm -hmm. left because Ma, uh, Nani was telling stories or she had fantastical theories about stuff. Oh no, the baby's awake again. Oh, she coughed
1: herself awake.
0: She should stop smoking. What if we leave her? What if we leave the house right now?
2: Yeah, let's
0: leave. Let's leave the house.
2: No,
0: not the house. Oh, yeah. What did you think of? It ends with her saying, uh, "I didn't need, what? I didn't need your stories. I needed needed my mother." mother. Yeah.
1: I think we should go get
2: the
0: baby. Wow. Okay. We could do this tomorrow. And we're back. It's been seven days later. Beep-boop-beep-boop-boop. Baby finally stopped crying. (laughs) Do you have any other thoughts with Muniba and uh, Nani in that scene? In that scene?
1: In that scene. I just found it a little ironic that the mom... Wow. (laughs) Um, Asked or told her mom, Kamala's mom, told her mom. Nani. Nani. That she should consider perhaps moving to America, which is home of colonizers and depression. (laughs) Not sure, not quite as overt as maybe other... Countries, but still, and I don't know. She said she didn't need her stories; she needed her mother. I'm not sure what
2: exactly that
0: means. I'm guessing Nani was drunk. No, she was just telling stories and being weird, or whatever. I mean, they haven't said. Is all we have is the dialogue that she was telling, sharing fantastical theories. Unless she's sharing that the world is flat, then she can go live by herself. Yeah, and then the next scene, and we've talked about this, Mm -hmm. is the weirdest transition. Mm -hmm. Kamala walks back in the house, and Mom is sitting there eating toffee. She seems like she's in a good mood, and it's cool.
2: Yeah.
0: She asks, did you have fun with your cousin? She says, yeah. Yeah. Kamala sits down. They eat toffee together. Yeah. And that's the scene.
1: Yeah, it is really weird. I So when the mom is, when Muniwa is cleaning, she asks, oh. like, what are you, why do you have all these toffee boxes? Right. And she has, like, a bunch of newspapers, magazines, and whatever. And I love that the grandmother has all of the newspapers and all of the magazines and whatever else, because that chronicles time. Like, that's history. So she, it's clear that she that's important to her and she has all that history in kamala's room or in the room in which kamala is staying for this trip but the toffee box is like i can't help but feel that there's some history there so maybe well she
0: uh, nani does say it was maybe because you'd, you'd come back one day yeah was I think the line or something yeah. along those lines, but
1: and then you see her eating in the kitchen, the toffee in the kitchen. Yeah, then. But I agree. It threw me so much so that I thought, "Oh my God, is this is a scroll? Yeah, is it not her mother? Like, is yeah, that's trap? what I thought. Yeah, is this the clandestine and they can shape shift too? Like I <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. It was it was really weird, but she. I don't know. I almost felt like she thought perhaps. Or she had an inkling that Kamala lied about being with her cousins based on the way she asked about her cousins and then Kamala's kind of non answer. Uh huh. And then Kamala asks, Are you okay?
2: Uh huh.
1: And she says, Oh, you know how mothers are. I don't know. I feel like she might now feel like her mother. And that kind of.
0: Muniba might feel right. like Nani. Okay. Uh
1: huh. And like that. Like theme of like history repeating itself over and over and over.
0: Yeah, and they did when they were in the boat club, and the friend says Kamala's not really a Pakistani name. Mm-hmm. She says, "Well, that's Muniba. She's always been sort of a little rebel. Mm-hmm. So maybe she does have more in common with Kamala mm-hmm. as far as breaking the rules and doing her own thing." Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just weird. That's like two instances for me. Where the show has jumped a level, but not showed us, how did we get there? So the first one being, they're on the plane, Mm -hmm. but we didn't see the conversation of getting on the plane. Mm -hmm. The other scene with Nani is this powerful, I didn't need your stories, I needed my mom. And then the next scene, she's joyfully eating toffee, Mm -hmm. is, is a weird, there was something that happened there. Yeah. Between her and Nani, yeah, th- that we didn't get to see, and it it just felt really strange. I don't know. Maybe someone was napping during <laughs> editing. Um,
1: maybe, and I mean, it is a limited series, I guess, and like a limited
2: time that they have to kind of fit everything in.
0: There's no commercials. I, know. I want every episode <laughs> to be two hours long. Right. Then we go to the Chinese restaurant again, and Walid, that man, yeah, gives is sort of explaining to Kamala. You know, maybe it's your humanity since she's half human and half yeah. jinn or whatever Aisha is, and that's maybe why she's able to conjure and use the Noor uh to do things. Then I just
1: wanna mention Here
0: we go. Yes. It's it red?
1: She's wearing a red. Knock shirt. knock who's there. When the clandestines hop in and they're like, What's up?
2: Surprise.
0: Is everyone still taking also, shots? Oh, well, it's been two days. <laughs> <laughs> We've been sitting on this couch for two days. Walid. Um, oh, then he gives her a, a fabric or a vest, and it's it's slowly cut. Co- yeah, it's coming. It not red. It's not red; it's blue. To her costume in the comic book, so it's slowly like oh, yeah. piece by piece. So it's not like one big thing she received. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's it's cool. I wish, you know, he he walks over and he says, "We don't have armor, but every every stitch in the fabric." Has history something mm-hmm. right along those lines? Mm-hmm. I wish he sort of explained it. Agreed. What you can't hand me this and not tell me? Yeah. Why does should each stitch have? I, I know. Vacuum <laughs> seal it and put it away. In a safe. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they're they're cool. How do the the clandestines show up? They like what? They pop in. They pop in, and I remember your complaint or observation is. What is this building that they're in?
1: Yeah, because the cover is. The
0: Chinese restaurant. The
1: Chinese restaurant. Also, I just want to make a note. I don't know if this is anything, but the cousin in the beginning of the episode was like the ABC of Instagram or whatever. Uh-huh. And the restaurant is ABC Market or something like that, or ABC Chinese restaurant. Yeah. And so it is. I don't know if there's a significance behind that, but. I just wanted mm. to know that that was the name And of course it was in red And there's also yeah. the red lanterns all around the outside But that is a, a cover So the storefront is a little Chinese restaurant But then you have this massive
0: So ABC usually means American-born Chinese Oh And he calls her Come on, ABCD, American-born Confused Desi
1: Confused Desi Yeah Mm
0: so I guess the restaurant no American born Chinese (laughs) wow but then that's weird because she says why is the soup red Uh and he says what did they mess up did the Americans mess up Chinese food too so if the Chinese restaurant was opened by someone who's American then they wouldn't oh whatever I think we're stuck on the wrong thing true (laughs) okay skip the Chinese restaurant
1: okay um, But this massive building with that has the ability to hold Tony Stark level like uh-huh. technology and stuff. Like what? What is this building? Like,
0: what does it look like on the outside? What does it look
1: like on the outside? And how do they know to just? I mean, I get that they sense the noor and so they just pop in. But it was a little weird.
0: Yeah, and you brought up they were at the prison. How did they get from the prison? I mean, it'd be nice to see, like, the bald one flying a helicopter. Mm-hmm. Like, w- what? They just showed up? Yeah. And they don't give a timeline as to when they escaped the prison to now. So it feels like they got there very quickly.
1: Yeah. And, and also, so it, like, it, like, we don't know their powers. So right. can they apparate? Is that, yeah. Is that appropriate? Maybe
0: that's what you know? Adam can do.
1: Maybe. But we don't that's the
0: only that. one we know whose we name So then, a fight scene... They found
1: clothing appropriate for the cultural setting. And
0: she found a mask. That's the color. Najma found a mask. Uh That's the color. Red. Red. And then they're fighting. Mm -hmm. Waleed tells them, uh, Kareem and um, Kamala, to escape. Yep. This whole thing, the glass doors come up. Smoke starts going everywhere. He starts beating that ass. Mm -hmm. Uh, He breaks through. They run. Um... They get into these little, I don't know what they're called. They're, I believe in the Philippines. They're not gypneys in the Philippines, but we have a similar one. Where it's like a motorcycle and a carriage is attached to it. Mm-hmm. And so that was cool um, for me to see. In, during
1: ahead. that chasing, I will have you know that oh, a red God. car helped save him. And also <sighs> she hid in a red truck, which was then she was able to save him by hitting that one clown. The bald one.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Sexy bald clown yep. yes, and as they they drive through and run away, they destroy the local economy yeah. of everything in this poor town mm-hmm. or city.
1: Yeah, I hope she takes
2: responsibility.
0: For I it. hope somebody helps these we just started GoFundMe for these people. Uh, all these toaster ovens fell out of that truck or whatever the hell those were. Um, a bunch of vendor stands were destroyed. Uh, that guy lost all his soda pop when mm-hmm. Kamala decides to drive. I, th- I think I've heard this as a complaint: is that the superheroes kind of just do whatever they want, and there's no accountability. Yeah. Um, so I would like in the episode five her mopping, <laughs> <laughs> or her, I don't know it. Yeah, it, yeah it's just hard yeah. to to just believe that. Um,
1: I think. I think the question... Like, the theme of, like, questioning identity is a constant. And I think that will continue throughout, especially given how the episode ended. But I think, too, like, I'm just really curious about the Red Daggers, because it seems like it was only Kareem mm-hmm. and Wally.
2: Well, like, we're getting to there, this part.
1: Well, yeah, because I'm like, again, this beautiful building with Tony Stark technology and... There's two of them. Like, what's gonna happen? And what happens if Kareem dies? And how? Also, how do you know that Walid actually died? Like, okay, so
0: they're yeah, they're running, and Walid is confronted by Najma. Uh-huh. He sees Kareem and Kamala running, and
2: Takes the
0: bald man, and he decides to kill the bald one. Uh-huh. But in doing that, he gets stabbed by Najma right. in the shoulder or back, uh-huh. I, I guess, and then he's thrown off of. Like, the third story. Sure. And, I mean, I thought he was dead. You think he's alive and they just left his ass? No, oh. but
1: he, like, I don't think Kareem is a medical student. And so I, I don't know, know that he No one
0: actually, checked on him. No one checked him.
1: No one checked if there was a pulse. No one checked if he had shit broken. Like, no one...
0: Serena watches a lot of Grey's Anatomy. Was, I do. There's just a, just a way like, to check. It's too late. I know, yeah, there was no. no he's gone. He gave no like, fucks about Waleed.
2: Yeah. Waleed. Like how, how do you know that? In
0: yeah. That? Especially when Waleed first shows up and he says, I have a lot of stories about your, mm-hmm. your great grandmother. If, yeah. when you're ready, yeah. I'll tell you them.
1: And he gives D- her did this he give amazing, like, garment? that has history and yeah. and nothing comes Did he write like, down you know, the stories? Yeah. Are there, is there going to be some explanation there? Did he upload it on law?
0: Google Drive?
1: Is there a whole
0: team we haven't met? Is there a, a USB file? Mm-hmm. Did he tell Kareem? Does Kareem know the stories? If it's Actually, Kareem so. and Waleed, I would assume the Red Daggers have other branches, like other chapters, <laughs> I feel. It would seem silly for them to just be in one place.
1: Perhaps, but like even... Kareem's first like run up on Kamala he he seems like a kid he just sensed the noor, and I was like I'm going to get this bitch and then yeah, I'm gonna like he doesn't like it's it's he seems so and I don't mean this disrespectfully but he seems so like immature and not all knowing like Walid is Well right no now, and I don't know if that's Walid
0: is thing. wonderful Walid is Waleed wonderful, the wonderful. So, he was killed. They they run into a laundromat. Not a laundromat, but a place where people are doing laundry. Uh, it's a dead end. Although, I think I saw a door. Like, when they panned the room. Oh, maybe. But whatever. Let's say it's a dead end. Sure. And they, they, they go, well, what do we do? And um, Kareem says, fuck it. And takes out his daggers. Kamala puts her backpack down.
2: Yeah. Also I don't weird. know why
0: she took her mask off. Like, I... You're still trying to hide, mm-hmm. uh, but whatever.
1: I mean, they like, know it's her. She met all
2: of them.
0: No, the people doing laundry. Oh, yeah.
2: You're
0: right. still in public. Like sure, that sure. was the whole point. And so she raised her glow glow fists. That was that was a cool moment. That was a cool shot of them standing next to each other getting ready. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the two come in. I don't have a clever nickname for the the lady. Um, I called her mystical Dormelage in the other episode, but. Oh, that's right. Um, and then Adam uh, jumps through. It's a uh, through. I'm pro- through. I'm pronouncing through correctly. And um, it's a it's a cool scene. You you get to see the stretchy punch mm-hmm. a few times. You get to see a, a glow foot. Oh, she is. Yeah, um, she
1: never, She never did that one.
0: The girl, right? The girl, yeah. Yeah, and uh-huh. the bald guy has caught. No, the bald guy's dead. Sorry, Najma catches up. All hell is breaking loose. These poor people trying to do laundry once again, ruining the public and their lives and their economy. Kareem somehow killed Adam. Yes. The
2: the fight scene. No.
0: (laughs) No, he does like a cartwheel leg leg lock, like some jujitsu shit in the beginning. But no, he stabs him in the back. I would say as a fight scene, this was kind of hard to follow at one point. Because uh, at, at the point when the lady, the door lady, yeah. <laughs> I should look up the name, Um, she she stabbed and Kamala's holding it back with a glow shield.
2: Uh-huh.
0: Kareem got cut. Oh, yeah. Then he's fighting with Adam and then he cuts the laundry line. So then there's clothes everywhere. Right. People are falling. It cuts to Najma looking. The clothes have cleared out. Adam's been stabbed. It it was kind of messy and hard to follow. Like it wasn't clear. Maybe
1: that was the
0: point. I guess. I think. I feel like there's a better way to to do that. So Najma now distraught says, "Like what?"
1: Which is weird. It seems like that's out of care. Like she didn't give a fuck about her son, and yet she's distraught. Like with.
0: (laughs) Well, she's known this guy for like hundreds of years, or or whatever.
1: birthed.
0: I mean shit.
1: I get I mean, it. Shit, okay, when
0: sure. you're a magical genie sure, sure. I'm a genie in a bottle, baby. Maybe
1: there was something else happening there though. Rub me in the right way, honey. But this one but not the
0: others. <laughs> I mean, I could see it sort of like, okay, the bald one died. I'm pissed. Adam died. That's two now, so now out of my friends. Now then. it's like, okay, cuz okay. then she even she's about to fight Kareem. She sees Adam die. Uh-huh. I'm going to keep saying it like that. Adam die. And she goes, fuck it. I'm going to go after her myself. And I thought, why wouldn't you go after her like always? Why are you, if you've just had the ability to, why are you fucking with Kareem? So then she goes over. It's a cool slow motion shot. She stabs the bank. Kamala puts up the bangle. Mm -hmm. And then a big floof, floof, floof happens. And where is right Kamala? In the
1: middle of partition.
0: Driver, roll up the partition, please. Yep. It was not sexy at all, like okay. Beyoncé said. Um, so where is she? She's in the middle in nineteen forty something. Yep. There's people frantically trying to get on the trains. Mm-hmm. People standing on trains. People. People crying. Mm-hmm. Kamala's, I, you love color. She was the only one, like, color-wise. Everything was a very dull, yeah. like, brown, yeah. dark color. And she, her with her red and blue was popping. Mm-hmm. What were your thoughts, I guess, as you, as it clicked in your brain, where she was or when she was?
1: Yeah, so they keep talking about partition. In the last episode, I believe, when they're getting married, her brother and the wife are getting married you know they say that like everyone has a partition story and like in the video we watched about what happened shit's fucked up yeah yeah the British
0: we'll, we'll put a link in the yeah. show notes because it's a but, really informative video.
1: but it was it's clearly a um, a very like traumatic. Mm-hmm. History there. It's referenced throughout this entire series so far. Mhm. Um and I think it clearly ties directly to Kamala based on her not like Nani because Nani says that the Bengal saved her.
0: Right, she got so separated she, from her dad. Yeah, she
1: got separated. Um but I think it's also fascinating that the Bengal also allows Kamala to really um I guess create again the other sense of the word, of partition when because her power, her glowy power mm-hmm. is also the quite literally the partition between you know Aisha's world and the human world and so it seems like there's just such a, a connection there that it makes sense that she was pushed back there and I guess time traveled but I don't I don't I don't want to make a prediction about what
2: might
0: happen yeah it's hard to say like is she just experiencing it is she actually there can people physically see yeah, her right um I I made a guess in that I think she's the one who gives her Nani the bangle mm. um yeah I think that was a good question and uh, <laughs> You tried to describe another show that sort of did that idea, Um, Lovecraft Country. I don't remember what (laughs) bewildering description you came up with, but when the man is saved by somebody with a bat, yes, but it's him who saves his younger self. Yes, Um, so I have a feeling that's my prediction: is that Kamala Mm -hmm. is the one who saves her Nani, yeah, um, Mm -hmm. with with the stars, Mm -hmm. the something she said she followed the stars to her dad something like that oh yeah, yeah. i can't remember yeah. the episode ends just in a, a blaze of of frenetic mm-hmm. energy just people it's chaotic mm-hmm. um and then learning what partition was yeah. when we watched the video before recording this people were murdered in these trains because yeah. the british divided up the land between India and Pakistan, right. which, not taking into account the Muslim, Hindu... Um, religious. They were
1: uh, exploiting, re- usually, the religious differences.
0: Yeah, so, and, yeah, not taking into, into account, like, how to help them transition into... Yeah. So, lots of people were killed. Yeah, um, mass murders. Yeah. Uh, I don't think this show will will show all that, or... They they just, they lightly say, you know, there was, it was a bad time and everyone has a partitioned story. So that'll be interesting to see how much they do show. Will they just show everyone sort of chaotically fighting and trying to run away? Yeah. Yeah. And then the episode ends like that. Do you have any predictions? There's two more episodes left.
1: I don't necessarily have any predictions. I just hope because I, I'm not familiar with, Pakistani or Indian culture um, or or a lot of their history for that matter or you know yeah so I hope that given the representation behind the camera that we're giving given somewhat of an accurate representation in front of the camera so what we're viewing is like culturally appropriate and historically appropriate and you know they're doing their due diligence and yeah
0: Yeah, I love that
1: they're taking—they're kind of blending this fantastical world with real life, you know, history and like intergenerational trauma that can potentially be a source of healing for a lot of people. So,
0: and I know a lot of people, and I said this in when we reviewed—I think episode three—with Fado's crying now. Falcon Winter Soldier, I feel like it was at its strongest when it would sort of do commentary on how black people were treated in America. Mm -hmm. And with Sam struggling and with Isaiah, I believe was the old man's name, Mm -hmm. who was also a super soldier, but because he was black, he was mistreated, whereas Steve Rogers was a hero. I feel like these are at their strongest when they could sort of Pull on the real world, our world. Oh, absolutely! Into it,
1: and, really heavily, and like, those yeah. Types, like, pull at people's purchasing.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I doubt they'll go into the nitty gritty of what the partition was, and maybe it's
1: interesting to like see how
2: they artistically convey for sure. That yeah, whole, yeah,
0: yeah, and hopefully it's enough to get people to look it up because I had no idea Same. this happened, mm-hmm. and but because they kept talking about it, I looked. We looked it up Yeah Yeah Do you have any other thoughts? We've been recording this for seven days (laughs) No The baby kept waking (laughs) up
1: We put her in her own room
0: She's sleeping in her crib
1: Let's do the parenting episode now
0: All Right Right
1: now
0: Right now Don't have kids Um,
1: Too soon After Roe v. Wade
0: Oh Uh, Good night everybody
1: Good night everybody
0: Enjoy the show
1: Enjoy the show I don't think Kareem is a medical student and so I, I don't know, know that.
0: He <laughs> no one actually... checked on him. No
2: one checked him. No.